Hello viewers, good morning. Today is Sunday, November the 16th, 2019, and this is Tony with the conversation with Tony Ray. So just to tell you guys a little about myself, my name is Tony and my middle name is Ray Sean. So I put Tony and Ray. So that's how you guys have my name in case anyone wants to ask later. You know. So this show, this podcast show, derived from one, I have a, a podcast show with my two best friends. Shout out to Ashley and Erica. Ashley actually gave me the idea to start a podcast for us three. And we, we have our podcast. And it's our girlfriend's podcast. And it's so cool. We are the tea ladies. Um, I do ask you all to check us out. That's our fun-loving, cool podcast, you know. This podcast is a little personal for me because I'm exposing things and I'm talking about things and situations that are, that have changed me, that are not easy to talk about. And I'm also going to have panelists as well to share opinions um, in reference to, I mean, anything from from just everyday life. Everyday life, everything that you've been through from dating, education, as I said in my intro, um, educational goals, work, co-workers, friends, fake friends, all those types of things. We'll, we will definitely dig deeper into. Um, but the reason why I started this show, the conversation with Tony Ray is because I was self-searching, soul-searching, and I I came across some text messages from years ago, um, over 10 years ago, and these uh, messages, Facebook messages, text, text messages, um, these messages have shown me how far I've come and they've also shown me how much strength I've gained, how much courage I have and I thank God for that. I thank God because I sat and as I read a particular text, you know, and and, and this is not about um, outing anybody or anything like that. I'm not exposing anybody or anything. So if that's what you're looking for, I'm not, <laughs> this is not that show. <laughs> this is not that show. <laughs> I, I ran across something called Exposed and I was like, oh no, this is not that show. Um, but not exposing the person or whatever, but just exposing self, I would say. Um, and this is unscripted show. Um, for the most part, there will be no notes because I want everything to be organically and I want it to come out as real and as raw as possible. Um, this is what I I wrote. Uh, I, I write poetry. This is a, a part of a poem that I wrote. Struggles over power with an addicted source. It's like I love me, but I love him more. I tried to make the decision. This is it for sure. I put the lock on, yet slipped him, yet slipped him keys to unlock the door. And that's a longer poem. It goes on to talk about other things. But that, I stopped right there because I want to talk about where I was. And first, we'll get into more different addiction topics. But as you guys know, I'll cover topics and I'll cover a subtopic, you know, because we have to dig deep with things. And this for me is what changed the game for me. If you look, and again, um, you guys may not know this, but I'm in school for social science. So there's a lot of citing. There's a lot of reading. There's a lot of research. There's a lot of that. But according to the um, American uh, Psychiatric Association, 
Addiction is a complex condition, a brain disease that is manifested by compulsive substance use, despite harmful consequences. Again, I don't think that may have came across, so um, because I'm looking down at my paper, but a complex condition. So addiction is a complex condition, a brain disorder that is manifested by compulsive substance use, despite harmful consequences. Okay, so right now we're just talking about the addiction of of being wanted. The addiction of of being wanted, of being needed, of wanting to be something. Wanting to be something to someone, a significant other, so bad that you are addicted. You become addicted to a human being. You become addicted to their their custom of life, their sex, their their ideas. You they consume you and then you change who you are for them, not realizing that you have so much more inside of you and that you have so much that You have so much in you that you're just kind of giving over to someone else and you're letting it lay dormant. You're letting your purpose that God intended for you to lay dormant, to push the need and the addictions to have love. And so I I will never uh, again expose anybody, but I'm going to read a little bit of what I texted to this person. Um, I understand you don't trust me, but I'm not about to get on your bad side again. I wouldn't do that. You showed me you're not to be played with, and I'm not about to have you angry at me. I re- also, I realize when it comes to your friends, loyalty belongs to you. Um, I went on to say how I would pretty much set myself up by telling anybody that we are dealing with one another. These are the things that I've said um, in this message. I'm not saying word for word, but um, it's pretty long. I, I, I love to write. I see I write long messages. Um, in another message, I was asking for closure. You know, please tell me, begging what I did wrong this time. Please come back, you know. And to my avail, there was not positivity responses Yet I continued to write and it was good for me. This is therapy to go back and read and read and 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 try to understand what in the world was I thinking back then? Who was that girl? Because now if I ran into that joke of the day, oh he ain't <laughs> But but the point is is That was an addiction growing. That was a stronghold in my life. And I literally, when I went back and read through, I said, you know, now I can't cover this on a girl's podcast. I need something personal because I need to personally reach out to other women or even men, but other women who are going through the things that I've been through. And this is the first show. So, of course, you know, this is the, but just wait. Um, who's been there? Um, these are things that, you know, even going on to say, I mean, I don't want to read the other person's response, but the responses were no more than two sentences, if that, and they were not engaging, positive, loving, or anything like that. The responses were, 
very hard. You know, it was very, it was very, very hard and and very harsh. I'm sorry, not hard. They were very harsh responses. And then I continued to write this person, see this person. Um, I'm scrolling through to see if it's something else that I can read. Normally, I'll probably have this stuff down, but it's just, you know, I even put in one part of my text. I realize I'm not much in your view. I put that. I realized I'm not much in your view, but then I'm going on to ask this person, you know, um, I want you to be cool with me. I want you to like me. And even though I'm not saying everything, reading everything on here or saying everything, but I'm just saying the things because this is a show where we don't curse. I did 10 years ago. I was, I was a hot mess. And um, I mean, I was cussing and talking off the side of my neck. And this is a very clean show. And I'm not going to say the things that I was saying. Um And I say, I still think you're a cool guy and I admire you. Admire you. Ladies and gentlemen. But ladies, let me talk to the ladies. Don't ever admire anything that is tearing down your character. That is tearing down you emotionally, physically. If you cry from what he does to you, that is not the guy for you. That is not the friend for you. He is not the potential. He is not anything. What you need to do is if someone is tearing you down to the point where you have to tell him, I I admire you. He's telling you, you are this, this, and that in my life. You are three things, friend with benefit. If he's telling you that in so many words, if he is speaking to you in a negative tone, no matter how it is, let him go. And guess what? Release yourself from that situation. Release yourself from it. It's hard. I know it's tough to to just sit here and say, release myself okay because when you're addicted you're 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 you are um you are captivated in it you are stuck and it seems like that there is no no freedom no it seems like that there is no freedom without that person you wake up thinking about that person you go to sleep thinking about that person throughout the day you're thinking about that person you only want to be with that person but does that person want to be with you And that, that is the question. Does that person want to be with you? Now, psychologically, and I'm not a doctor, disclaimer, this is just my opinion. Psychologically, there is something that goes on with addiction, especially when you have an addiction with a person. Psychologically, you are becoming mentally embodied in that person's aura. You are mentally embodying your whole being into the core of that person that in my opinion that takes prayer that takes faith that takes determination it's going to take tears but reality must set in at some point we cannot and I say we because I have been there and I, I have got the award. I have got the trophy. There will be more in other shows that I will talk about. But um, as I just look at these messages, I am willing to do whatever you want to do. Oh, my goodness. The hardest thing to do sometimes is to realize that what you thought was something actually was nothing at all. I'm not sure why. When I say things, I'm not sure why I sound... I'm not sure why I sound sad when I say things. I'm I'm reading. I'm literally reading this because it's disgusting. You know, I'm, I'm explaining to this person... 
I'm bargaining. I'm begging. I'm begging this individual who is not worth an ounce of my life or my time or my God-given talent that I was birthed and born to do. This person is not, this person, and I'm not saying to start, because I, I, I'm, I'm very much so against going on people or feeling or telling people that they are, they ain't nothing, you ain't nothing, you wasn't worth my time and all of this. It's not about downing him to uplift you. It's about uplifting you and getting away from that situation. So let's be clear. This is not about making him feel bad or seeing him feel bad to make you feel good. Don't let him be a factor or her. I'm I'm trying to make this neutral, but I'm a woman and I know women go through this. I know men do too, but I'm trying to be mute, mute, neutral. But this is not about the other person. This is about you. It's not about him seeing that you moved on. It's not about, well, he got to see me do good. So I'm going to mess with somebody that he know. Or I'm going to get with somebody. And, and fellas, if you listening, just change the heat to she. But I'm going to make sure I walk past his job so he can see. Me. I'm going to make sure I friend some of the people that he know at his job. Or friend some of the people that he or friend some of his family members. Oh, I'm going to get close to people. I've been there too. I'm going to get close to people that this person knows. So that maybe he can see me in a better light. Maybe I'll change this way. Or maybe, maybe, maybe if he see that I, I've, I've, I've lost weight, I've got more money. I've, um, I talk different. I act different. Baby, if he's not adequately pursuing you and all the beauty and glory that God has given you, he's just not the one. And it's hard. It is hard to realize that. But how old, how old are you and how much life are you going to give over to a substance that is adding no value to you to a substance that is pulling the air that you breathe a substance or a human being think about it this way in social science I'm taking a class on um end of life issues death and dying and I'm taking it actively right now and we're talking about end of the end of your life end of life issues and we have to write um, these articles in reference to in reference to us having terminal illnesses and who would we tell and and how would it affect them? Okay, I want to give someone I want to give somebody somebody a um an experiment I want you to write down five or ten people that will be affected if you were passed away right now including that person or that thing that you are addicted to write down what their response be based off don't tell me because we have a way of sugarcoating for other people We have a way of sugarcoating even to ourselves. But once you dig down deep inside, let the truth come out. Would this person even be at your funeral service? And if they would, what would they do afterwards? Would they be at your bedside when you're sick or will they give you an excuse? Would they be at the doctors with you to get the news? That is the type of questions that you want to ask yourself about the individual. Because right now, I really want to just talk about individuals. Because this is what caused me to start this podcast. And the fact that I love talking to people. I love having conversations with people. We'll talk about that. But when I read these messages, I said, there's something so personal that I have got to 
literally help somebody with. And that is my own addiction. And that is my own, the the things that I've been through outside of addiction, fear, bitterness, you know, depression. I've been through a lot of different situations. As well as we're going to talk about good things too. This is not just a bad, sad crime platform. But this is going to be a podcast show. And of course, we're going to have all different kind of people on here. Um, Journalism was what I first started to go to school for, communications and journalism. Um, I switched my major out of fear. And we're going to talk about the torment of fear in your life. And we're going to talk about how to break that. Disclaimer, I am not a doctor, but I have experience. I have experience in the hard knock life, and we're going to talk about it. We even going to get on them fake friends, them frenemies you hanging with. Loose yourself. Oh, my goodness. But, you know, that's my um my thing. I, it's the listening thing, and I even... Mm, I think I'll share that on the next show. I don't want to share that today. But even, (laughs) I've even, look, look how long this went on. I say I changed a lot. I've been struggling these last 11 months. Mind you, this is how long, this is how long this individual, I had this individual in in my heart, in my view, hoping, wanting, needing this person to just like me. Um, and that never happened. That never happened. And sometimes, even, I mean, they would like, we, I'm not going to say this person was awfully mean to me. This person, we, we were cool, but whenever you know whenever he was kind of ready to just kick me to the side there was a there was a a there was always an easy out for him and you can be living with someone in love with someone dating someone but are they giving you that easy out where they take it easy out and they know that they're going to come back and you're going to be there. I've been there and it hurts. It hurts so bad. Addiction with in people is toxic. It's toxicness. And if you're at that point where you don't know how to go left, you don't know how to go right, you're like, Tony or Tony Ray. I'm sorry, my phone. I have two phones going right now. That's why. But you're like Tony Ray. I don't even. I don't know what to do. I'd rather die without this man loving me. Then I tell you I am a Christian and I will tell you it's time to pray. It's time to pray because that's what broke this curse, this soul tie, and we'll talk about soul ties in an, in, in an upcoming show, but that's what broke this nasty, toxic, demonic soul tie. Prayer. Prayer. And God was giving me an out, but I didn't take it right away. God was give, God gave me that out. He gave me that break that I needed, that openness to be free. But I didn't take it. I didn't take it. But I continued to pray. I continued to cry. God continued to open up the road for me to walk away. But I didn't take it. I didn't take it. And I remember even laying in the bed with this person, looking up at the ceiling and saying to myself, and saying to myself, um, I remember looking up at the ceiling and saying to myself, God, I don't want to be here anymore. 
I don't want to do this anymore. I don't want my body to feel this anymore. And as he was, as the the other person, you know, was turned over. Because after we, you know, did what we did, it was never a cuddling or whatever. Or if it was, it was a couple of seconds and it was like turned over. Then it was like, I'm getting up and I'm gone, you know, on his part. And I remember tears just rolling down my face. And I'm just crying from my soul at that point. God, if you break this, if you break this, if you break this to the point where I can't pick it back up. Because I'm too weak. I'm too weak. I'm too weak to walk out. You opened that door for me. But I'm too weak to walk out of it. I can't walk out the door. The door is open. The screen door is open. The windows is open. You busted the wall out. The wall. Go through the wall. God said, get out of that. And I said, but God, I'm too weak. All I can do is lay here and be a slave to the torment. I didn't have the strength to get up and go out. And then that's when God gave me the courage and the strength. And when I went out, when I walked out, well, I'm almost at 30 minutes. I don't want to go much over 30 minutes. But a situation happened and I think I better go into that another time. But what I want to say is you will have you will get that strength and that courage to leave that situation. And once you leave, oh my gosh. Once you're out of it and you realize, huh, I can't believe I was ever I felt like this was the only per what? I felt like this was the only person in the world. In the whole wide world that would ever could ever mean anything to me those are blinders baby you got to take those blinders off my life is full I have a joyous joyful life that is not the only relationship that went bad but that was one of the harsh relationships that I had that went pretty bad in my life you know and and as I have panelists and as I talk more deeply you guys will know more in depth but this is the surface and we're talking about being addicted to struggles with powerful sources people we talk about drug addiction, alcoholic addiction, sex addiction, this is addiction, shopping addiction, gambling addiction, but we don't talk about addiction to people. And I think we need to have the conversation. So, this is the conversation starter. And I'm going to have that conversation with a few people and we're going to talk about addiction to people. I hope you guys tune in to the next show. I just want to let you all know, thank you so much for listening to this show. I hope you heard it all the way through. If you are dealing with struggles over power with an addicted source, whether it be a person or anything else, I want you to stay connected with me and I want to work with you. I am not a doctor. I am not a doctor. I want to work with you. I want I want to uplift you. I want to be that friend that you probably don't have. You can connect with me on, um, hold on one second, I have to close out of that part. You can connect with me on Instagram. I am The Conversation with Tony Ray. That's on Instagram. So it's The T-H-E Conversation, C-O-N-V-E-R-S-A-T-I-O-N 
with W-I-T-H, Tony Ray, T-O-N-I-R-A-Y-Y. You can connect with me on, um, that is the Instagram. Um, you can email me, the, the conversation 100 at gmail.com. Again, that's theconversation100 at gmail.com. I know that email address is long, or you can email me at tonyray7 at gmail.com, and that is T-O-N-I-R-A-Y-Y-7 at gmail.com. So if you would like to reach me that way, you can reach me that way as well. I ask that you all pray one for the other Pray for someone that you know going through addiction. Um, We'll get into your other addictions later, but pray for someone that you know with addiction because you never know what twists and turns could happen in their life. And we don't know how hard and how much torment that they're dealing with with that addiction. So this is my first show and I hope it touches someone's life. Have a good day, guys. Hello everyone, Tony Ray here, and today I thought I would talk about perspectives and perspective. And the reason why I chose this topic is because I've been dealing with a lot of different perspectives from people, situations, and even movies. So before we get into it, I want to give you guys the actual definition um, of perspectives. And this is from the Oxford Dictionary. And perspectives is the art of drawing solid objects on a two-dimensional surface so as to give the right impression of their height, width, depth, and position in relation to each other when viewed from a particular point. And it's also a view or prospect. And I found that quite interesting because perspectives, as I'm learning or as I've been dealing with this week alone, perspectives can be given in a negative or in a, or they can be accepted, excuse me, in a negative or a positive way. What is your perspective on what was said? What is your perspective on a facial expression? What are you taking from it? And what is someone giving to it? And, you know, the funny thing is, I will talk about um, how I came about this actual topic. I am co-parenting with my child's father and our child has a birthday coming up and I said to our to our child's father I said to him don't forget about the party on Saturday and he answered me with I don't never forget about my child I love my child I would not I wouldn't, what did he say? I'm trying to get it right. I should have had him on here so he can talk for himself. But I'll probably bring him on. Um, Because he know I podcast and I'm talking about various life issues. But he said something, he was offended. His perspective was, you're saying that I'm not a good father. And my perspective my point or reasoning was just don't forget <laughs> you have a lot going on <laughs> you know what I mean just just don't forget just remember you know um and it's not so much about so I stepped out of that as I as I'm learning to do and how to I'm learning how to actually um communicate with people in different arenas and and in different perspectives I would say 
So I immediately said, oh my goodness, he's looking at this in a negative way. I have to turn this around, you know, because this wasn't, this wasn't given in a mean or derogatory or negative connotation at any way. It was just like a reminder, almost like on your phone, you know, because I know that he has a lot going on. And so for me, I'm thinking that it's coming from a place of care where the way that it was perceived was a dagger and taking a, and, and if we look at, if we look at the wrong perspective, if we look at something that's said in the wrong perspective, imagine how toxic a conversation or a communication will be. So I'm just sitting here like, okay, okay. As he rant, I let him go. And then once uh, he, you know, he stopped about how he's a good parent. I said, well, this had nothing to do with your parenting skills. And it had absolutely positively nothing to do with what you do for your child or how much you love your child. You know, this is just basically a reminder. I said, because you're busy. You're real busy this week. Um, Now, maybe I could have just. I don't know, sent it in a greeting card or something. I don't know. But I said, wow, it's the perspectives that we have on on what someone says is so powerful and how we convey what we say and how we say it is also a powerful tool in itself. (coughs) Excuse me. So I'm learning that even when I'm having a conversation with someone, that I have to be mindful of how they're going to perceive what is coming out of my mouth. And if we, because this channel, of course, is just about, you know, it's about so much from venting to growing to building. But when we grow and when we, begin to, when we begin to, or or we get to that point where we want to grow and we get to that point where we want to be better or we want to care about others, these things will become important to us. Now, in situational reasoning of perspectives, I want to use a movie, which you guys will probably hear me talk about, um, this movie in the next upcoming weeks because man when I tell you when I see something that that touches me on different like different areas of my heart and different areas of my mind and different areas of my um past or things like that I stay on it because this is a this will be a learning experience not only for you all but it'll be a learning experience and a reminder to myself and how and it will show me how far I have come but I do want to stay on this topic because with this movie so but we're talking about perspective so I'm gonna just talk about a piece of the movie um in perspectives but if you guys have not seen it I want you guys to go on I believe it's on Netflix still it's on Netflix but you guys you know we can google this is the day of technology honey so we can google anything but it's called Pierre Jackson and I I had some time over the Thanksgiving break um I am in college um social science major But I had some time over Thanksgiving breaks to actually sit back, chill, and relax, honey. Yes, I was able to relax. So I felt so good about relaxing and just sitting back and watching a movie. So I'm on Netflix and I'm just scrolling. Like, what do I want to see? Like, I want to see something good. I wasn't really in that, you know ratchet mood or whatever they call it I don't know these days but I think that's you know ratchet tv or something something like that but um I just hear the term all the time but what I was just in a mood for was just something that 
just spoke to my heart. I wanted something to speak to my heart, but I wanted it to be kind of laid, like a laid back movie, you know, because I wasn't in the mood for nothing all loud and crazy or whatever like that or skating movies or, you know, whatever. I didn't want to see a documentary because I watch documentaries a lot and I was just like, okay, okay, cool. And I have to write papers on documentaries. So, um, if those of you who have to use peer review journals and, um, and you have to, to cite from periodicals and things, you know that documentaries sometimes can be redundant, especially when you're in college. So that's something that I thought, hmm, that's something that I thought, well, I don't know. But so moving on, I was watching Pierre Jackson and this movie, when I tell you this movie spoke to me in different areas This movie was written so well. It was produced amazingly. And I just just can't say enough about... I mean, even the cast um, from Pierre Jackson himself, who is um, Trey Ireland, and um, the ones who played in in the movie. uh, What was it? Like Phoenix, Rodney, Dana... And it's like, I know these people. Um, I forgot. But anyway, those were like, I guess, like the main characters. But I don't want to give away the plot of the movie, so I won't. But there's a scene in the movie where there are two women. And the perspective was because you are gone and I am now here. I have always been here. And once you see the movie, you'll understand more. I'm trying not to give away because I don't like spoiler alerts. I really don't. Unless it's like power or something and it's like you can't help it because everybody's like just all over the place about that. So it's like you can't help but getting spoiler alerts on power. But you know, and it's two women, and of course it has something to do with a man. And once you see it, if you, I want my viewers um, that hear this, I want you to go watch Pia Jackson because I want you guys to um, come on my. I actually asked on my Instagram because that's the only kind of platform I have for this channel, and it's called P.S. Tony Ray. And that's P-S-T-O-N-I-R-A-Y-Y. So P.S. Tony Ray, I actually put it up and I asked, and it's a brand new page, so it's not a whole lot of people, but I asked um, my viewers on here to look at the movie and leave a comment from what they thought the movie was about. So that's why I really don't want to go into deep detail, but a perspective like that, I think that was a good, a very good... When I was looking at that, I said, wow, her perspective was... Because I'm not in the light or in the relationship anymore. And now, you know, and now you are... You've always, you know, like... The perspective is you've been doing adultery in your whole life, you know. And it's just like, nah, that's not how it is at all. If you, you know, you look at it or if you knew both sides of it, I probably shouldn't have used this until a bunch of people saw the movie. But that was another, I mean, as I'm speaking about perspective, that was another perspective that spoke to me because it's like the way that we sometimes our actions or actions or yeah, sometimes our actions will have us looking one way and it's not even that way at all. So what I'm saying with that is don't be so quick to actually judge from your perspective because you don't know the other side. And that's very important and very key because we have to know that there are very... There are always, it's two-dimensional, so it's two sides. And sometimes we find out how wrong we are by looking at our own perspective. 
and we can say that, let's look at jobs, for instance. You can be working in a job. You feel you're doing a great job. People compliment you. And you apply for a position within your job. And you don't get it. From your perspective, you are undervalued. But from the company's perspective, it could have been a business reason why. You know, it could have been money. They could have something better for you. I know because I've been there. And I've looked at I've looked at I've looked at the the focal core point from my own perspective. These people do not like my work ethic, but they continue to keep me in the same position. What is going on with this picture? And that's sometimes how we view it. So look at broaden your horizon when it comes to the situations that you're in. And sometimes when we take ourselves out of the situation and then (coughs) look at things from that second dimension, we'll say, oh my gosh, maybe it's not that way after all. And then that will save us heartache Headache, stress, anger, bitterness, sadness, depression, fear, and all these other things that come out of one-sided perspectives. Just like the conversation with my child's father. You caused yourself, oh my gosh, like anger, frustration, validation because now you're validating the fact that you're a good father where it wasn't like that at all your parenting skills weren't being attacked actually if I'm telling you you know remember this is on Saturday and I said it's so casual but I'm like wow that wasn't really the learning experience for him in that moment but it was for me and I had to quickly assess how I was going to continue that conversation and to make that conversation to turn that conversation around to make it positive and that's another thing I used to look at positivity like smile but positivity and we'll deal with that in upcoming shows positivity is a lot deeper than just smiling a lot of times smiling is um it's a front And a lot of times smiling is just nothing but an outward expression that is hiding the inside turmoil. So what I say that to just say, um, you know, when you, well, how can I put it? I guess, you know, when you are dealing with, you know, situations such as what I, you know, what I was talking about in perspectives and and, and blowing up and things like that, you know, look at it like, okay, I, I want to, I want to view this from a positive point. I want to view this not from a smiling point where I'm smiling, but I'm really mad inside, but I really want to see the good in this and even sometimes you have negative people and people who are I mean just completely angry and ungrateful and bitter and it's like well I don't want to smile at them and be nice to them but no just when you're dealing with them or when you're seeing things from their perspective no they're hurt and hurt people hurt people as someone said to me before, and hurt people look at it from their perspective. They're looking at everything from a an attack. So don't allow a hurt person to bring you on board 
of their attack me- mechanism. And then now you feel an attack. So now you got to go back and forward. And I'm I'm telling you all this because as we go deeper into the shows, you guys will know more as I take off more layers. And you guys will learn more about me and about I've had an attitude and I had to learn to let things go and let people go and let situations go and let things ride and, 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 and you know, and, 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 and I guess like deal with my ego, you know, for growth. And I'm glad that I'm at this place. And that's what this show is about. You know, I want people to see that growth. And not only that, I want to keep growing with my audience. I want to keep growing. So rather two people listen 20 people listen, a thousand people listen, a million people listen. The show will go on and it will be authentic and I will bring, you know, what I have. I don't always talk very long. Every show won't be 30 minutes. I mean, some will be, some may be a little over when I have guests, but what I really want is I want I want to get the message out that we can always grow and be better and learn more. And every show is not going to be like, you know, like this topic. I mean, some will be on, you know, on um, like I, I just this is like sporadic at the moment because I know that you can do schedules and things, but I'm just letting this come out as I'm as I'm growing through this transitional phase of my life. Um, And as I'm learning, because there was a time where I would go off and I would yell and argue and just be so upset. And I had to have the last word. It was like I had to have the last word or else I could not sleep at night. And that stress nearly killed me. And I didn't learn until I was in, you know, my now my my late 30s. Oh, that sounds so crazy to be saying my late 30s. Oh, my gosh. I'm old. Um, No, I'm just kidding. I'm not old. 30s is not old. And if you're 30, stop saying you're old. If you're 35, 36, 37, you are not old. But um, I think old is like 85 now. Because like 70s are still like young, you know. But basically, um, I got off topic there. And that happens sometimes, especially with podcasting. When you're talking, you get off topic. But, you know, I want you all to, if you have Instagram, I want you to follow my Instagram. You know, let's just have the conversations. I'm on there. I'm just talking about random stuff. You guys, um, I've, I uh, met a friend, a new friend, and my friend is awesome. It's home, one of my buddies, and um, I'm so glad I met him. He introduced me to fasting, to intermittent fasting and fasting. Um, it's a whole community, a whole world about that. Um, so if you guys are on my Instagram or if you do see my Instagram, you will see me talk about when we went out to lunch and... Um, we were just talking about some uh, law stuff or whatever like that. Another thing is, I want to tell my audience, make sure you pick up a book and read and, and and make sure that you just, I mean, it doesn't have to have anything to pertain to your life, but keep up on information. It's really good and it's healthy. It's very healthy to read. But anyway, it's so funny. So, I mean, on my my Instagram, you can see more of my personality then you probably would see a lot on the podcast show. I mean, you you will as I get as I have guests, you will see more of my personality. But on Instagram, you really see my personality. And uh, we went to lunch, and it was so funny because like we had like tea the whole time, and I think he had like coffee or something. And in intermittent fasting, you know, a lot of times you drink plain tea with nothing in it. And I mean, depending on if you do like a 16, 18 or 20 and then a four, depending on how you do your um, eating window. So I was just kind of like, wow, like this is just something so new to me and something so crazy because I'm so used to my perspective, there we go. I, I worked it back in. My perspective 
of going out to eat is actually eating. But in the cross or the dimension of that, the second dimension of that, going out to lunch is also drinking coffee or tea and having a very, we had a very powerful, powerful conversation. And, um, I'll actually, he's actually gearing up his podcast now and I will be sharing that because he's just a genius, intellectual, just, oh my goodness, political, very in, in, oh my goodness, just, I don't even know the word. I, I, I went blank. He's awesome. Um, some people, you know, you meet for reasons and seasons and some people we meet, to again help us grow and I listened to this individual and um I don't want to say his name because he's not out on podcasting yet so I want to give him his his time to to get there but you know find people find people in your circle that you can learn from if 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 everyone's learning from you in in the circle uh, that's not the circle you want to be in. If you're the smartest person in your circle or you're the the most, you know, the the most like just go-getter of your circle, that's probably not the circle you want to be in. And I used to think I used to think that that was a myth because I felt like nah, I need a circle where I am the forerunner. But then who are you learning from if you are the forerunner? You know, everybody need people in their life that they can learn from so they can learn various perspectives so that they can sit down and they can listen and they can be active, use some active listening to learn and to grow and to mature. And so, you know, I just I'm such a spotlight hog. So I'm just like, I want everything to go my way and I want everybody to do things my way, you know, because I'm the smart one and I'm the one that does it, you know, and then I realized I wasn't that smart after all. So, and I realized, you know, I had a lot of people that were around me that were not building me up, but they were tearing me down and they were doing it quite fast. And I was allowing, when you allow someone to tear you down, I mean, when you allow them to tear you down, you go down a lot faster because it's no one's fault, but your own, you know, and that's another thing. Um, we can't blame others for our demise because we have power we have power, power in our words, power in our actions. We have power. So when things are going wrong and you're kind of failing at life or whatever may be happening that's not positive to your growth, thank yourself and then turn around and fix it, you know, Um easier said than done of course because you can't just fix stuff I mean you can but you gotta be at the bottom and um be at the bottom and rebuild so I I shouldn't have said fix the word is rebuild and I've rebuilt (laughs) and I'm rebuilding Um, and that's why I just want to share moments with you all. And I, you know, I just hope that this talk on perspectives has really, has really touched something in someone. And I hope that you would give me your feedback. Give me your stories on perspectives. I mean, it could be something as small as I was at the bus stop and I'm thinking, looking at it, looking at something like this. And it wasn't that way at all. Change your perspective. Change your perspective. And then have that respect for someone else to look at it from their side. Like, mm, okay. You know, everybody's not cray cray, you know. Some people cray cray, but everybody's not cray cray, you know. 
So you can't always say, oh, uh uh-uh, they cray-cray. They cray-cray. No. Sometimes it's just your perspective. It's what their perspective is from what you say and how you say it. And if a person, if we already know that a person is toxic, then we already know their perspective is more than likely going to be negative. So how do we deal with that? With a positive reinforcement. That's how. And that's what I'm learning. So. I am at. I am at. Oh. I'm at 29 minutes. I'm sorry. The time is 12.57. Guys, I thought I was at 12 minutes and 57 seconds. I'm sorry. I'm at 29 minutes. Well, there we go. There's our show. Thank you all for tuning in to Tony Ray's show. And um, don't forget, check that perspective. Have a good evening, everyone.